You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time. It's time for kickoff. Kickoff. First of the end zone. Touchdown. With Boomer Asiasen and Mike Valenti. Oh, we are ready to roll. We are officially in the stretch drive, and people, I have to tell you something. You know, the holidays, the break, Boomer has never looked better. I mean, the man, after a vacation and some intense rest, this man is at the peak of his masculine powers. Boomer, how are you? I'm doing great, Mike. By the way, you you forgot the tequila aspect of it all. It got me through the week. It was a long week, Mike. It was a great week. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. I know we said that last week, but now it's after Christmas. We're heading into the new year. And here comes week 17. And uh, there are about three teams right here that, uh, or four teams even, if you really want to count the Jets, that are in a unique spot that none of us thought that they would be in this late in the season. No, no, not at all. And this is where a lot of these games mean everything, and we've got a bizarre situation with teams still in the mix where a game or two mean absolutely nothing, and I've never seen it, but we'll get to it. Let's get to the rundown. This is the NFL Rundown. All right, Booms, let's take care of Thursday night before we get to the real drama. I got two questions for you. Uh, One is a Dak stat. And the other is going to be a trust thing with the Cowboys. Now, the Cowboys win 27-13. Titans, uh, just a, a weird situation. Again, playing the Jags next week for all the marbles. Game meant nothing. You got you know Josh Dobbs. They brought out of mothballs to play quarterback. Let's start with Dak. He's missed five games, yet still leads the league in interceptions. What's your concern level here? Well, I, I would be concerned about it, but you know, about half of those interceptions come off of the hands of his wide receivers. Um, he could help his wide receivers too. Uh, I think they're more aggressive in the passing game with him than they were with Cooper Rush. And you know, the fact that they supported Cooper Rush the way that they did by running yeah. the football, play action passing, seven man protections, and great defense shows you that they are a really good team. Now, when you get your $40 million quarterback back, all of a sudden you want to start throwing the ball down the field. You want him to be the decision maker. You want him to be the playmaker. And I think that's also part of it. But they are a really good team. I don't, I, you know, they, they, they're going to give every anybody who they play um, something uh, to handle each and every week in the, in the playoffs. And I do think you know, they have an outside shot at this NFC East title, given the fact that I'm telling you right now, they're not telling us the truth about Jalen Hurts and his injury. I don't believe so. I th- they keep saying bum shoulder, separated shoulder. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a, a minor uh, you know, clavicle situation here um, to me. I mean, this, this could be something a little bit more serious. So Dallas Cowboys, given all the awards that we think that they have, are still one of the top five teams in the league. All right, so let's go under your assumption here with Hurts. Now, now obviously – a lot of guys this time of year are going to play hurt, going to play compromised. This is it's part of the NFL. But if if you're handling this situation, do you dare 
keep him shut down knowing you can probably still get the one? Or do you have to keep him somewhat in the mix? How do you how do you handle it? Well, well, the MRI is going to tell me how I'm going to handle it. Is it if it's, if it's a clavicle or a collarbone, but however you want to describe it, if there if there's a crack in there, if there's something more than just a separation, the MRI will tell you, and then he will tell you himself. Uh, but yeah. you also got to take what he says to you with a grain of salt as a coach, because I've always said this, and I've said this ever since I retired, because I was guilty of this. You know, you want to protect the player from themselves. The player wants to play. The player wants to be out there, and especially a guy like Jalen Hurts, who's super competitive, who yep. was a second-round draft choice, and his whole life he's had to basically prove himself, and now here he's he is. Leader. Right, and here he is now. So I, I think if you're Nick Sirianni, you're the medical staff, you're, you're uh, Howie Roseman, uh, you're Mr. Loria, you got to basically say, look, man, we, we got to get into the playoffs with a healthy Jalen Hurts if we legitimately want to get to the Super Bowl. I Gardner Minshew is trying to channel his inner Nick Foles. I get it, but I, I still yeah. think that you know it's Jalen Hurts' team, and that's why the MRI will tell you whether or not he should be playing. Well, you kind of really did a hell of a, a segue there into this. We got to talk about Tua, and I I don't know what to do with it. it. The situation last week for people, if you missed it, he got ragdolled to the turf, and again smacked the back of his head brutally against the turf. He didn't come out of the game. He wasn't evaluated. It was the next day, reportedly, where Mike McDaniel in film study is like, hey, you're not right. You need to go see the doctor. He's in protocol, concussion, etc. Boomer, first of all, I mean, is he done for the year in your mind? Well, I would think at least for the regular season, if, in fact, they are able to win with Teddy Bridgewater and somehow make it to the playoffs, I would think that maybe he would be available by then, but... I was doing the highlights on Saturday, and, you know, the end of the game ended with three Miami uh, interceptions, or Sunday, excuse me, three yeah. Miami interceptions. And uh, on all three straight drives, I'm like, these, this doesn't look right. I mean, these balls were floating to yeah. the other team. And I'm like, I even asked Coach Cower, I said, you think there's something wrong with him? Because he hasn't played like this all year. This, is, this isn't who we saw earlier in the year. And he said, you know, Boomer, he, I think he hit his head earlier in the game, and we all saw the hit, but nobody mm-hmm. really re- responded to it because there was no action on the sideline or the part of the Miami Dolphins or anybody else watching the game that's supposed to be looking to see whether or not he hits his head. Uh, so I, I, I don't think we'll see him the rest of the regular season, nor should they put him out there. This is Teddy Bridgewater's opportunity now to try to get his team into the playoffs, which I think is going to be a very, a very difficult thing to do for the Miami Dolphins. So this is the question, Boomer, and I sure as hell don't have the answer. I brought it up on my show in Detroit this week, and it's just, you know, how can the league handle it better, or can they at all? Are we in this gray area where hits happen all the time, a player doesn't show the immediate signs? How, you know, we can't, can you be pulling guys left and right for every questionable moment? Like, you're a former player. I mean, what can be done? Yeah, I don't know if there's anything that really can be done. It's just got to be sharp eyes. It's got to be people that are supposedly watching the field. And I think they do have a lot of people watching the field, both from the sideline and from the press box. Uh, You know, there are a couple of these things that happen. You know how many collisions there are in the NFL? And if you look at it from a percentage standpoint about how many guys actually stay on the field after having one of these really bad collisions, it's a very, very, very small percentage. But when it's a guy like Tua, it's high profile. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's it, it's like Jacoby Myers. It's a Monday night game, I believe, in Arizona or whenever the Thursday or whatever game that was. Uh, you know, you see it and it's the only game and everybody's overreacting to it. 
I think the league is really trying to do the best they possibly can. It's a collision sport. I don't know what to tell you, Mike. And uh, I, I think they'll try to improve each and every year, like looking yeah. for the signs of some sort of neuro- neurological problems. But I don't really know how much more you can do. No, I, I just I worry about Tua in particular because you've got two that are documented. I know early in the year they cited it was a back injury, but the bottom line is you start to worry like, hey, if this keeps happening to him, then it's a question of you know Tua, his family, advisors, whatever, because you said it best. The player usually, players aren't very good friends to themselves. They want to play. Usually it takes someone else stepping in. So I just, I kind of wondered where, where you were at where you go, all right, Tua's had how many concussions that we know about? And how would you advise him moving forward? Well, I, I mean, it's hard for me to advise him. Only he knows his body. And, you know, I remember doing, I think, Steve Young's final game at the Arizona Cardinals. I was the analyst for that yeah. game. And watching how he took this vicious hit and just yep. came stumbling off the field. I mean, it was uh, it was shocking to me. Now, I took a couple hits like that, too, and got knocked out myself. Um, and I just, all I know is that once you're in that uniform, once you're on that field, and once you are the quarterback and you are the leader and you've ascended to being that leader, I mean, you're going to put yourself at risk. I don't, it's just who we are. That's that's how we're built. Yep. That's what we're made of. And it's really hard to tell a player, you know what, you're done. I, I, you know, could you imagine if the Miami Dolphins say, look, you've had way too many concussions in a short period of time. You're going to have to take at least a year off. Could you imagine if that were the case? I think that's where the league has to step in and basically tell these franchises, look, here is our uh, response to what we've seen over the last couple years, and we need to lay down a law that every team has got to adhere to, no matter who the player is. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast it's well said um let's move on to Derek Carr uh I'm angry about it but I, I don't know where you're at we haven't talked about it but look Derek Carr benched uh I think he was scapegoated obviously there's the injury guarantee factor with the contract I get that but Boomer, talk to me. I mean, this is a guy who's been a franchise guy. This is a guy who's been a face of a dysfunctional franchise for a long time. Took him to playoffs last year. And now, benched, has stepped away from the team. 
What was your viewpoint of this decision in Vegas? Well, two things. One, you said dysfunctional. So I, I've lived in that in that kind of arena as a player, and there's nothing worse from a quarterback standpoint than dysfunction around you because it definitely affects your play. Now, I thought that they were going to be a lot better this year, and they should have been a lot better. They lost a lot of games late, and I know that this comes down to his contract status. And this is why I think they let him kind of leave the team. They're going to still pay him this year. But now they know that they'll probably, or they're going to cut him right after the Super Bowl is over, and then he'll be a free agent out on the street. So, which will be great for him, by the way. Uh, he'll be able to restart his career, hopefully, with a better coaching staff, a better organization. I don't know how many are out there that will be looking for somebody like him. But uh, I just think the weird thing about all of this, Mike, and I've never seen this before a player with two weeks to go in the season who has been your leader and has been your leader since he got there. Uh, now, all of a sudden, is allowed to leave with two weeks, le- two weeks left to go in the ga- in the season, and he's not even being cut. Like he's still right. on the roster, and he's still getting paid. I've never seen anything like this. No, I. There's no comparative to it, and and I just, you know, Booms, I I I think it's one of these things too. It's easy for me to say it. I, I just feel like we got to start looking at these contracts a little bit, where it's like, look, this guy to me, if you want to sit him down, it's one thing. But then it's like what we saw earlier with Matt Ryan. I guess I just I respect guys who have played in this league for 8, 10, 12 years. They put their body on the line every damn week. And now we're using the the language in a contract to it and I whether it's direct or indirect to embarrass them. And it's like I just I don't know. For like I said it's easy for me. It's not my money. It really annoyed me what they were doing. You know what? I, just, I don't think it's, I really don't think it's intentional. I just think it's reality. And in yeah. this day and age, when you got to go out there and you got to start spending money, here's a good thing for Derek Carr. Somebody will give him a contract uh, that yeah. will pale in comparison to the money that he was going to get from the Raiders for one year. Where's a good spot for him, Bo? I was just you trying to think about mind? it. I, you know, like this, the, the Jets are most likely going to be looking for a team. Carol, uh, Carol, quarterback. Carolina's going to be looking for a quarterback. I don't know if San Francisco is going to be looking for a quarterback. I mean, there, there'll be plenty of places out there yeah. that will be looking for somebody of his stature. Uh, his history, and, and people have to remember just how screwed up this franchise was under Mike Mayock and John Gruden, and even prior to that. So, uh, and he's weathered all of those storms. Plus, has gotten injured. He's gotten paid, and he'll get his money. You know, this time around in free agency, somebody will want him. All right, got to bring up the Broncos. We'll do it a couple different ways. First of all, Nathaniel Hackett ruined Christmas. Thank you very much. Uh, he's been fired. We know the real problem is Russell Wilson. How does this play out? His contract's everywhere. Boomer, who wants this job? And what, if anything, can you do with Wilson? I will say it's one of 32 jobs. Somebody will take the job because it is still the Denver Broncos. It's still a head coach in the NFL. So I don't think it's going to be Sean Payton because if Sean Payton takes that job, number one, I don't think the Broncos have the assets to give the Saints to get Sean Payton. And number two, uh, <laughs> I don't think Sean Payton wants Russell Wilson as a quarterback. And then number three, Sean Payton's not going to work for George Patton. I'm sorry. This isn't the general that was, uh, you know, traipsing across Europe in World War II. This is a general manager who's the one responsible for all of this. You know, you think about he makes the trade with Seattle. Seattle's laughing all the way to the to the first round of this year's, uh, this coming upcoming draft. And then you have to pay Russell Wilson this ungodly extension, which Seattle didn't want to do. That's why Russell Wilson, you know, acquiesced to the trade as long as Denver would give him a contract extension. So George Patton, to me, is more responsible than Nathaniel Hackett. And by the way, he also hired Nathaniel Hackett. So that's like three strikes against the GM. So I'll, 
I knew that there were massive changes coming. This was uh, happened a little quicker than I, I thought, and I still think more changes are coming with the Denver Broncos. Yeah, next three years, by the way, the the dead cap hit for Wilson if they tried to move on. Well, here you go, people. I don't think you can. A hundred and two million, eighty-five million, and fifty million dollars. I, I I've never seen a situation like it. And Boomer just highlighted it. You give an extension, oh. player immediately turns into a pumpkin, and you can't do anything to try to move on. I. I don't know what you do, Bums. Well, really don't. Here, here's the thing about Russell Wilson leaving Seattle. I think he had a no-trade clause in that contract with Seattle, and he could have said no to the trade from Seattle to Denver if Denver doesn't say to him, hey, look, we'll give you a contract extension and a guarantee to meet your you know, expectations. And that's probably why he said okay to the uh, to the, uh, the to the trade. It's, it's almost kind of like the way that Cleveland bribed you know, uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson to come yeah. to come to Cleveland. You said, "Here's 230 million guaranteed." Oh, okay. Screw Atlanta. Screw New Orleans. I'm going to Cleveland. And look at that weather he played in last week. Brutal. Yeah, it matched his performance. Um, let me ask you about the Jags. Obviously, the Titans having certain people, you know, sit down. The Jags are a young team. This has been a major turnaround. This week doesn't mean anything to them. They got the showdown next week. What do you do if you're Doug Peterson regarding your prime players? You're playing them, you're sitting them. What are you doing here? I, I think they're a young team, and I think anybody who's got a bump or a bruise or something that could you know, inhibit the way that they're playing, I sit that person. My young quarterback's playing, man. I need him out there. I need him feeling the pressure. I, I want him playing well. I want him going into the game in Week 18 against Tennessee you know, on a high mark. I want, I want him to feel good about himself. I want him to feel in, in charge, so... Uh, he's young enough to withstand this. He needs to play. He's He is their number one guy. I, I can't imagine that Doug Peterson would not let him play and finish this game and try to win this game to continue to build that culture that he's trying to build down there in Jacksonville. Yeah, don't want to break his rhythm. I'm with you completely. All right, we have all the picks. Situations will be attached to it. Lots to do, including a Monday night game. Maybe the best of the year. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenny next.